Hey, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. What time is it? Good middle of the night. Hey, welcome to Pop That Culture. This is Joe. And I'm Sarah. Yes, exactly. And I have no person, uh, you know, whoa, I don't know. Like a, whoa, yeah, you're, you're, it's like a malfunctioning yeah. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I've only had one sip. Is that it? So, so you're running, yeah, you're running very low is, on coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know you stayed up for the entire Emmy ceremony. Of course I did. So, I mean, that would make anybody tired. <laughs> but did I? Did you? <laughs> no. Did, did anybody? Well, what's funny is that um, Colin Jost and Michael Che, who do Weekend Update on SNL, were the hosts of the show. Mm -hmm. And one of the, I want to say, first three jokes that they did in their opening monologue was about how there were thousands of people in the audience in the room, but only like hundreds of people at home watching, <laughs> and most of them were over the age of 65. Yes. So I was one of those people actually watching. Um, there were hit or miss as far as hosting I and their opening monologue. Some people thought it was the worst one that they'd ever seen. I feel like they had a couple jokes that landed. Uh, but they Where? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent question. Um, yeah. is, it, is it like being John Malkovich where you land on the New Jersey Turnpike somewhere and you're basically <laughs> pre-Uber, you have to hitchhike home? Pretty much. Uh. Well, what sucked for them is that the show, before they came out, um, they actually opened with a couple of other Keenan Thompson and Kate McKinnon and then a whole bunch of other celebrities mm. came out and did this big musical number where they pretend like because this was a very uh, inclusive Emmys that they've mm. solved the problem of inclusivity in you know Hollywood like we did it we solved it <laughs> we had uh, one Asian lady that was nominated oh. we had a whole bunch of black people that won awards so you're welcome, yeah, America. Well, you know what? I think everything will change next year when Crazy Rich Asians gets nominated. Oh, it's just going to be yeah for Oscars and everything yeah. for sure. So, um, so that number came out, and it was probably more entertaining and funny that the monologue that then directly followed it. And so oh. they kind of they kind of set themselves up for a fail. But this, uh, what we're about to show you, this clip sort of more towards the end of the model. It was like seven minutes long, I think. Mm. So here's a little bit that I thought, it actually, I, I LOL'd. I mean, softly, but I- Are you sure? I, was it really out loud? The second joke. It was the second okay. joke. All right, so here's a little bit from Colin Jost, Michael Che on the Emmys last night. We all know TV has always had a diversity problem, you know? I mean, can you believe they did 15 seasons of ER without one Filipino nurse? Crazy. That's just crazy. Have you been to a hospital? That's crazy. <laughs> Even on a great show like Cheers. I mean, Cheers, I love Cheers, but you're telling me they made a show about an all-white sports bar in 1980s Boston, and not one black dude walked in, saw everybody, then walked right back out immediately? <laughs> I would've. I would've. I would've certainly. There's even more diversity coming to TV. There's a Latino Magnum P.I. Uh, there's going to be a black Samantha and a reboot of Bewitched, but it's going to get balanced out. It's going to get balanced out by an all-white reboot of Atlanta <laughs> called 15 Miles Outside of Atlanta. That's good. And it focuses... That. It focuses on white women who call the police on the cast of Atlanta. Which is... Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I'll, I'll hit it. I mean, yeah. 
I think for them, the weirdness was they didn't know if they should wait and see if people are going to laugh, if they should try and play pauses oh. as a purposeful comedy pause, or if they should just kind of keep it rolling. And really, it would have served them better if they right. kept it rolling because they would be like, joke, is it going to land? Weird pause looking at the camera, looking around. Is there anyone <laughs> in the audience who's our friend? Not really. Okay, next joke. And so it just kind of got, it got, it got weird. Yeah. It was actually sort of a, a weird Emmys telecast anyway. Mm. Um, they brought up uh, Atlanta there. So Donald Glover did a character in sort of, uh, I think it was only one episode, where it was kind of like a Michael Jackson character-ish. Uh -huh. And he's in full like prosthetic makeup <laughs> and you know a blonde wig and pale skin and all this. And it's this really creepy thing. So then people are watching the Emmys and they look in the audience and they're like, I think that's the, that's the Donald Glover character from Atlanta. And Donald Glover had not done the red carpet. And so they're like, oh, it's probably because he had to get in his weirdo makeup from the show. But then not a few minutes later, people actually saw Donald Glover in the audience. And he looked, you know, he was in his nice suit and his mm. hair looked great or whatever. They're like, there's no way that in that short amount of time he could have gotten out from underneath all of that uh -huh. and then gone and sat in his seat. So then people are wondering, um, did he just have one of his buddies like dress up mm. in that makeup as like a thing? As it, was, like, it was Daft Punk. <laughs> it was so weird. And then uh, there was an actress who ended up winning for the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and Supporting Actress category. And her name is Alex Borstein. She does, um, I think she does the mom on Family Guy, the voice she, of it. She was on um, she did. She was on Mad TV and yeah. she did um, Mrs. Swan. Yeah, oh, Mrs. Swan, yeah. yes. That was her That was <laughs> and she, her. Yeah, character. and she's yeah. Lois's voice on yes. Family Guy. So she wins and she takes off this like little capelet that she mm -hmm. was wearing and it reveals more of the silver dress underneath. And then you realize she is a large-chested woman who is not wearing a bra. Mm. And that's the first thing that came out of her mouth when she got on stage. She was like, yes, I'm not, I went braless. Like, how do you like me now? And I want to <laughs> say that's the first time I feel anybody who's won an, an award and gone up there and like shouted out their braillessness. Mm. There have been many women who have gone up in formal wear who are not wearing bras, mm. but she was like, Check it out. Well, when we win the Emmy for Best Podcast, well, of course, I <laughs> you, mean, you'll have your chance. It's visual. We could, you know. Right. Um, and then the third weird thing that happened was that there was a proposal mm. in the middle of the Emmys. Uh -huh. There's a guy that won Emmy for Outstanding Directing for Variety Special. He gets up mm. there and talks about his mom just passed away recently, but she would want him to be happy. And he looks into the audience. Does, does anybody care? I, I just I hate to piss in somebody's Cheerios. But do people when you when you win an award yeah. and you get that personal, are people can you just look at the audience? People are like, oh. It depends mm. on the award. Because if this was award for, you know, best dramatic actor or actress mm. or whatever, if it was one of the biggies. Best people, sound design. <laughs> yeah. But so when it's my mom passed away. An and, Emmy for uh, outstanding directing directing of a variety special, which was for the last Oscars, I guess, or whatever. You're right. But then he said, you know how I don't like to call you my girlfriend? There's a reason I don't like to call you my girlfriend, because I would like to call you my wife. She starts crying, and she's in the audience all shocked. And he's like, hey, I haven't asked her yet. So then he tells the people that usually play the music to get people off of their speech has been going long to, like, hold yeah. on. Trust me, that music doesn't get people off. <laughs> I'm just saying. Brings her up on stage and actually gets down on one knee and gives her a ring. And that is also something I don't think has ever happened 
at an award ceremony before. So I just why can't somebody pull like the Today Show or the Jumbotron at the game and say no? I really I can't do this. I'm sorry. I know you paid for the tickets and the beers. But I can't marry you. I am. Um, I mean, this is good, but I'm just kind of yeah. coasting until I meet somebody better. Yeah. So I'm sorry that I stayed with you for three years. Yeah. But I was hoping the most we would get is maybe semi-serious polyamory. <laughs> I mean, come on. Was that not an option? Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it was. We'll see if there are any ratings whatsoever for this show, <laughs> honest to God. I know that people who get the awards are excited, but um, it was uh, it was filled with lots of SNL people throughout the show. And I prior- thought you were going to say S&M <laughs> for a second. I mean, on the inside, I don't know what kind of underwear they're wearing, but... Um, before the Emmys telecast, they made the announcement for who is going to open mm. the uh, season, upcoming season of Saturday Night Live. I think it starts at the end of this month. And your host will be, for the second time in his career, Adam Driver. I'm down with that. because I, I didn't see it when he was on the first time, so I don't know if he was actually good in the sketches or he was, if he well, was weird. He, he did a send-up of Undercover Boss. Did he really? It, it, as he was Kylo Ren. <laughs> Of the Death Star. And Dave, what concept. was his name in that sketch? Was it like something like Chad or something? It was something really just like yeah. out there, but yeah, it was, pretty, it was a pretty funny sketch. Yeah, and it was, it was good. Like the sets looked really like they were on the Death Star. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to be the host, and then Kanye. And I hope he's cheesing and grinning like he is here, because that's no, very rare. We don't need It'll more be, Kanye. The, no. Apparently, Saturday Night Live the thinks Kanye. they do. This will be the sixth time that Kanye has been no. a musical guest on the show. No. So no. They are ready for it. Now, the, uh, the movie that you can no longer see in the box office is Avengers Infinity War. Mm. You'll have to rent that bitch if you haven't right. seen it already. It's on on demand now. Yeah. Yeah. They out. But they made an obscene amount of money. In fact, they mm. surpassed the uh, they surpassed Titanic as far as overall box office domestic, and then they made billions worldwide. Right. I didn't know what so it. the question that I want to know is: uh, Did James Cameron put an ad in Variety congratulating the MCU? Crew? Hell no. Because that's what George Lucas did for him when Titanic passed Star Wars. Did he really? Yeah. I don't remember that. He put an ad saying, that's classy. Hey, guys, good job. That whole, like, standing on the bow of the boat where you really shouldn't be was good. <laughs> unsafe, but yeah. I guess it got way more unsafe later in the yeah. movie, so we'll P.S. We knew that they'd all die at the end. <laughs> there were so many spoilers, man. Um, yeah, so that's exciting for them, although I think... Domestically, individually, they, so they were like number four. Um, mm. They were beaten out by Black Panther. But we'll see what happens with the second half right. of Avengers. You know what? If that <laughs> one ends up outpacing what Black Panther was able to do. Here, here's how you solve the dilemma of the movie and you know, entertainment awards in general. Hmm. Marvel should just have the MCU awards where they nominate their own product for the <laughs> awards, right? You know, like... Best three-time reboot, and like the Hulk is nominated. You know, <laughs> you know. I mean, that would solve everything, right? Best sequel, you know, the second part of Infinity, or would it be Iron Man three? No, that sucked. So, I mean, they have enough. They have enough stuff for its own singular award show, You're right. right? So, because what is it? Are they up to twenty? I think Infinity War was number twenty. David, David, <laughs> what, what number many, was Infinity War? How many you movies? Don't, you don't want to watch these comic book movies. No, but how many were there? Were there like 20, 20 in their canon? or how I, many? I believe they're in 20. 
Is but it? It's, it's, it's either exactly nineteen or twenty. All right. Okay. That's enough. That's yeah. enough for their own uh, award which, show. Yeah. Which, unfortunately, we don't have it, but the uh, the Captain Marvel trailer came out this morning. Oh, ooh. Ooh, I do want to see that. I think we All need right. to watch it. You know, we'll share it on our Facebook page. Good idea. Right there. Oh, that, yeah. That, at that Pop That Culture Detroit. You go there. But, you know, imagine the category is like, you know, best captain in a Marvel <laughs> Universe movie. Captain America, Captain Marvel. So many to choose And from. then they hug each other, like, right. you know, on stage. And they get and, the award from yeah. Captain Crunch. They split screen. Yeah, yes. they split screen the reaction. Like, ah, it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> and you you have to look at the other, like, when the yeah. other person wins, you have to have that face of like, oh, yeah. I'm so happy for yeah. you. I'm so glad uh, they won. Um, yeah, so bummer. I didn't realize that that trailer came out um, this morning. But we do have a trailer that's finally out a full-length trailer for the new Mary Poppins movie which is going to be in the MCU I hear is it yeah she has superpowers yeah she's going to she be the nanny for all the for like Hawkeye's kids she's on the farm that's what she's going to do a legit witch magician I don't yes. know what she is what if she's she Scarlet powers what if it's Magneto and her who are Scarlet Witch's parents it makes sense boom if you see That's how, you know what, we'll just have a new game, like integrate any movie out there into the MCU. How do you do it? <laughs> how do you do it? You co-host a show with Joe Santos. Yeah. And then... You want to know why I'm sleep deprived? It's because I sit up at night going, how the hell could this movie fit when into? When I get to work tomorrow, oh. I will tell everyone how to connect everything yes. with the MCU. Yes. So Old Yeller, in the MCU, how? <laughs> Stay tuned. Ooh, can you connect Air Bud in the MCU? Air Bud? Yeah. Yeah, so um, a symbiote <laughs> from... Oh, no, you know what? He's an Asgardian. Oh, clearly. Duh. See, I that's mean, the cop-out answer. I know. Like, if you can't fit anything in, you just make him into an Asgardian. Mm -hmm. So here's the uh, Mary Poppins trailer. Enjoy that. I honestly can't remember why we kept most of this stuff to begin with. Don't you remember that kite? We used to love flying that with mother and father. Those days are long behind me. That's why I live and breathe. hardly to have aged at all. Really? One never discusses a woman's age, Michael. Would have hoped I taught you better. What brings you here after all this time? Same thing that brought me the first time. I've come to look after the bank's children. Us? Oh, yes, you too. We're about to lose our home. Everything's fallen to pieces since your mother. Mother. Nothing's gone forever, only out of place. It's a good thing you come along when you did, Mary Poppins. How'd you do that? Do what? You've been off filling the children's heads with stuff and nonsense. You've forgotten what it's like to be a child. 
Anything is possible. Even the impossible. Interesting, magical. Yeah. So, you know what? What we need to do is, uh, David, can we do this with the guys down the hall? Let's sure uh, let's take a scene, the last scene from It and have Pennywise <laughs> morph into Mary Poppins. <laughs> I'll take can we do pose. that? Can we put Mary Poppins' <laughs> face like in a sewer grate yes. and just have her have, up at people? Have an umbrella, like the tip of the umbrella sticking out of the sewer a little bit. What's that? Um, oh, yeah. So yeah. here's the thing. You know, the last person I would want to watch my seven-year-old is the lady that comes out of the sky. I'm just saying. Well, you like, don't show him that she can come out of the no, sky. I mean, until... like, no, I'm not going to leave. She can fly. <laughs> I'm not going to leave him alone with her. Uh, Jesus, the nanny, like, you know, how far does the nanny cam signal go? That's a good question. Like, you know, if she takes You'd have to, like, secretly and, attach a nanny cam to her outfit without right. her realizing. Because what, Bluetooth is, what, 33 feet? Yeah. yeah. 33 feet without obstruction. Oh, okay. Like, when they go on the magical trip where they step into the chalk drawings, uh -huh. like, you've got to have something on yeah. her to be able to know, like, what's up with your kids yeah. during the day. I mean, she has some fantastic acid. That's all I have to say. <laughs> she really does. At the end of the movie, you find out the kids haven't eaten for, like, days. <laughs> They're all emaciated. Yeah, we've just been in here taking the stuff with Miss Poppins. She said a spoonful of sugar. I think mm. it was drugs. We were burning underneath the spoon, and there was weird stuff happening. I feel like I'm vibrating. <laughs> you know what a high person probably came up with, although I could be wrong, Right. is the uh, combination that's finally coming to the United States, S1, mm. which is... Mayo Chop. Oh, Heinz. They've been threatening mm. to do this for a while, and now it's actually going to happen at the end of this month. This is going to be here where you can have mayonnaise and ketchup in one bottle because you're lazy and you don't feel like right. doing it your damn self. And you want that extra bottle in your fridge. Now, they should have actually combined it with catsup, not ketchup. So it'd be like, Mayo Sup! <laughs> Honestly, it doesn't it yeah. doesn't get better than Joe. Santos. I mean, because mayo chop does not roll off the tongue. Why are you going to put it in your mouth? I mean, I prefer cat mayo. Cat not. mayo. That's yes. actually a sexier name for this. Yeah, it sounds like a character from The Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> the only one that made it all to the, all yes. the way to the end was cat mayo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, here comes the Mockingjay carrying condiments. All right, so get excited. If you if that's something you like to put on your stuff, it's actually coming to the United mm. States. You asked for it, and it's here. No, yes. we didn't ask for it, but it's here no, anyway. No, people did. I mean, they had a poll online. Yeah. 500,000 people said, hells yeah, make this happen yeah. in the United States. So mm -hmm. you can have it. Right. When we get back, we are going to talk about something terrifying, something called sperm apocalypse. Next on Pop That Culture. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle power! Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our 9 and Dine special. 
nine holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Oh, we're back. We're back on Pop That Culture. And uh, we were whooping it up mm. in the break there. Laughing so much, I made me cry. But this next thing could be sad, like legit sad. Mm. That'll make you cry. There could be a reproductive apocalypse Ooh. coming to this country specifically, but any uh, mm. westernized countries seem to be the <laughs> ones that are struggling the most. Mm. Because we like to have things in our lives like electronics and yes. uh, products with lots of chemicals in it. Mm, yeah, Roundup. And it's hurting the boys. It's hurting the swimmers. Yes. Apparently, the uh, the sperm count has gone down in the last uh, like 100 years, 50 percent. Hmm. But we're still in a range that's average, normal, doable. Right. So people can still have babies. If we start to get yeah. below that, then we could be in trouble. It That's seems like a lot. It seems like a lot that there's been a 50% drop in fertility for men. Mm. However, we're still for the moment we're all right. So they're telling right. they're telling dudes, you can't be overweight. That's a problem. Mm. Um, can't you, you stay away from the online porn. Guess it. Well, no, that might actually help. Um, you should not be hanging out in hot tubs because if it, you're just cooking. I know you're because just, so many of us. How many in this room hang out? Hot tubs. I, Dave, you were out at the hot tub club like last every day, constantly. Right? I'm, yes. I'm going to go in there right after the show. We yeah. should. We should yeah, have Corey the show. Was with us. We, we were, should uh, do the show while we're all like in a huge hot tub. <laughs> to the, the James Brown hot tub yeah. party. Yeah, we could do it on the road yeah. where they have those trucks that have the hot tub like in no. the back of the stretch. No, I DJ'd a party at the Phi Sigma Kappa House in Ann Arbor. Uh, and they had a hot tub party. And when I saw how many people were in the oh, hot tub at the same time. Yeah. No, no. no. I, you know what? Why it's don't just you people just, soup. It's yeah. gross. Why don't you just roll around in, in herpes? Oh, oh. And uh, be done with it, right? I mean, why need a towel or anything? Yeah. yeah. Just lather up with all of, you don't want to know. You know. Uh, but yeah, so no hot tubs. Um, obesity is bad for it. Uh, boxers could help you out there. So, like, so a like a Manny Pacquiao diet. would come and get your Extra boy swimming. Yes, exactly. Yes. He's just speed yeah. bagging. Yeah, you know, you know, more more uh, punch for the pound with him. <laughs> yes. So anyway, because there was <laughs> there was an article and a study that had come out that was terrifying people. Like mm. all of a sudden, 
we weren't going to be able to have babies anymore. Right. But now there is a, you know, more articles and more studies coming out to say, like, that was a little extreme. Yes, there was a drop. We're still okay mm. for the moment. We just need to take steps right. to go in a better direction. Maybe the sperm counters were off. Maybe they were having an off day. And they didn't have the little clicker like, one, yeah. two, dick, dick, three, dick, dick. four. Yes. Like, oh, maybe they should have turnstiles for the sperm. Because then you don't need a person counting them. That's true. Right? It's much more convenient. Yeah. Not convenient, mm. apparently, is the brand new iPhone specifically not convenient for the ladies. Why? Because you have bigger meat hooks than we do. You have mm. the big paws. We have the average to small paws. And yes. this thing is gigantic. The well, iPhone X. Yes. yes, and I like I wanted to get this. I have the regular X, and that's still a pretty big reach yeah. for my little my non football palming <laughs> palms. Uh, if we were done here, give me your hand. Wait, oh sorry, yeah, we go. Wait, oh yeah. I have been and always shall be your friend. <laughs> um, yeah, you know what? Apple, get with it. If you have an Android phone, you yeah. can make you can optimize your Android phone for one-handed operation. Where all the stuff is on the. Uh -huh. Somebody's Thanks good for at, laughing, David. Somebody's good at one-handed operation. Well, you know what? Two would be inconvenient because how are you going to change the, uh, the the video? The channel. Mm. Mm -hmm. So, yes, ladies are definitely bitching and moaning about the mm. iPhone XS because the standard option has the screen display measuring at 5.8 inches. The Max version, Extreme XS <laughs> Max, <laughs> is 6.5 inches. The phone mutilator. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. I, no, God. why not? Honestly, I yeah, I think you should just be able to take your iPad <laughs> and go, hello. Hi. No, it's who's like, this? It's like the boombox days kind of. Right. Like. <laughs> popping and locking. Yeah. Totally. Was that your popping and locking? No, it's, I'm one-handed. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, God. Uh, no, it's because we've Mildred, gone, get back in the kitchen and make me a sandwich. We've gone through stages where um, initially they tried to make them as big as they could, and then they went through the stage where they everyone wanted the smallest phone mm. that they could have. And they <laughs> Zoolander. Made, yeah, they made this <laughs> little one. They had a sketch of Saturday Night Live. I think Will Ferrell was like a fashion designer. Yeah. He was like, Dolce Gabbana, hello. And his phone was like this thing. And now we're kind of, the pendulum's swinging back right. to the, we have to have gigantic phones again. And I'm sure it'll go back in the other direction, but... A lot of people are saying the problem is that at companies like Apple and just in Silicon Valley in general, mm. it's still mostly dudes. Right. And so they're thinking about dudes making stuff, and they don't have enough ladies in there to design things. David is going to go into shock over there. Okay, you think Apple doesn't want money? They're going to make the phone that most people want, and most people are going to buy that. Like, right. Combined between <laughs> women and men. They're both yes. going to buy it. They're both going to spend a bunch of money on it, and they're both going to complain about it. So well, there you go. They will both yeah. complain about it. That's true. Or they could just make Siri better so you don't even have to hold the phone. <laughs> How about making Siri better? Because it's like, hey, Siri, call mom. Okay, order you a pizza, Joe. What the hell? Yes. Now, if you are not ready to buy the Gigantor phone, you mm. can roll with the new iOS update 12, which has in it a feature that people are loving, but again, it might specifically be something that dudes like more than ladies, and we will yeah. explain in a second. So, for instance, here's an example of somebody with their cat. They're like, oh, this is sweet. I've got this thing. I can just point my phone mm -hmm. at it, and it'll measure. I will never have to be bummed out because I'm in a store, and I didn't bring a measuring tape, and I need it, right. blah, blah, blah. So you can measure anything, but then mm -hmm. immediately... 
<laughs> what do you think? Tinder will be different forever. <laughs> because now you can't just do a dick pic and think that people no. are going to take a, like, get the right angles and make it look bigger than it is yeah. or whatever, you know, because there's measurement now yeah. that can happen. And a person can request and say, no, don't just send me your artsy photo of your stuff. Yeah. You send me a measurement photo so I know yeah, what's going on You know what? Here. Here's the thing. This is not an Asian problem. The whole dick pic thing is not an Asian problem. I didn't say it you was. Well, no, but I mean, like, <laughs> one time I tried faking it, you know, and I, I called a friend of mine, and he's a black guy, and I sent, and it just went all wrong, so I just don't even do that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if you, like, this is just asking no. for See, you know what? I, the iPhone will become the official phone of frat houses everywhere. As if it hasn't uh, already, you know. but yes. Yeah. You know, if this were like 40 years ago, you'd have Paul McCartney and John Lennon like, hey, let's have a circle jerk. Let's measure our dicks. You know, be like, we bought your yellow submarine. You know? Wow. <laughs> yes, that's uh Do you think this would make women more inclined to like say, no, give me the measurements? That's what I'm saying. Just, like like just, dudes like, might send. Yeah, yeah. The dudes might send them their strategically placed, like, I'm doing the phone from here, from here, from here. And ladies right. would be like, that's nice. Send me the car facts. Yeah. Like, send yeah. me the actual picture. Well, that there's comes always with like, where where do you measure from, right? I start at the base of my neck. It's a good you place. Know, That's a good place. It's the best place to start. Yeah. Yeah. And especially when you're out of the shower, right out of the shower, you start at the base of your mm -hmm. neck, and it's like. And then like to yeah. pass your kneecap at least. It's, no, yeah, that's what you have to do. Mm -hmm. Like, so well, how big are you all? Four and a half feet. It's like whoa, wow. amazing. I don't. Oh no, then, but I'll be honest, it's right out of the shower. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know. Because you talk to me on November thirtieth. Grower out of shower. You know, when it's like only three feet. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, I gotcha. Mm. So anyway, that's available to you should you feel like you need to measure everything in your life, including your parts. Now, you picked this topic. Not me. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just well, my parents come so with like fun. a bra cup uh, <laughs> measurement. Yeah, pretty much. Soon, that everybody now everybody's going to be asking for everything. Mm. They're going to be like, give me like you know measure your. Your belly, your butt, yeah. your boobs, or whatever. Well, you know, like, it's like none when, of these fake photos. When those Jeep, those handheld GPSs first came out, and everybody's like, oh, look, I'm in the parking lot. Oh, look, what's my altitude on top and of the toilet? Like, oh, like, really? <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Uh, when we get back, there's a story. Because we talked about how the Emmys, things had happened at the Emmys that I feel had not happened at any award show ever right. before. Something has happened in football. I don't think this has ever mm. happened before. I mean, if, if somebody here has any more information and wants to correct me, it's not going to happen. I don't <laughs> think this has happened in football ever before. Uh. And it just happened, and I find it hysterical. His teammates did not find this hysterical. Oh, yeah, they, they I, were pissed. They were pissed. And we will tell you what happened next on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic sweeping adventure where we try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. 
advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store and the greater becomes your appetite. With another Prescription for Your Health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Maybe. Oh, Nana Cherry. Mm. Oh, it's Buffalo Stan. Eagle Eye's older sister. No. Yes. Yes? That's his older sister. <laughs> Come on. He was saving tonight. She was standing in a Buffalo stance. I'm dead serious. <laughs> so many activities. David, can you please Google this? Sarah's doubting me. I don't know. I don't, I don't know your weird stinger things. <laughs> Just Google Don Cherry's kids. See, that's the Don dad. Don Cherry. Not Don Cherry. Not NHL Don Cherry. <laughs> That's who so, I'm thinking of. You can't turn to me and say so, Don Cherry and not think I'm going so, to think of somebody other than Don yeah. Cherry. That's in in between night. Hockey Night in Canada, eh, Don is like, you know, going around conceiving Nina Cherry. Just and having and hot, Eagle-eyed sexy, Cherry. talented babies. Oh, my goodness. That's what he likes to do. And they all born with outrageous suits. We bring up Buffalo because Buffalo Bills cornerback Vontae Davis came off the field at halftime, mm. as you do. Yes. Then changes out of his uniform, puts his street clothes on, walks out, and keeps on walking. Yeah, he was done. It was like, I quit this He picked bitch. up his AARP card on the way out, <laughs> yeah. went to Bill Knapps. Yeah, he retired. He I... retired at halftime. He's like, you know what, I don't, I, I've been thinking about retiring. We're losing this game. I don't feel like sticking around to watch us yeah. completely make asses of ourselves like, in the second half of this game. Yeah. I'm done. If I if I drive home quickly enough, I can catch the second half on TV. <laughs> and see how it's bad like, it is. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, he's a two-time Pro Bowl cornerback. And he just told his coach, they said, he pulled the, <laughs> Where's Vontae? Is Vontae? He's no, setting his nothing. phone to go straight to voicemail. <laughs> Doesn't even do the automatic text. Can't talk right now. It's like, <laughs> Can't talk know. right now. Driving home yeah. away from this game. <laughs> Taking yeah. off shoulder pads. Can't talk right now. Uh, so, yeah, his teammates were pissed. I mean, he wrote something on Twitter about, you know, I wasn't trying to be disrespectful to them. But it just right. really, it just, it just kind of came to me as I was in the game. And I've had, you know, done so much damage to my body. And I just want to walk yeah. away while I'm still healthy. And but, Oh, David. Oh, David, oh David's David, just, David. just the. All right. I, Corey, it's you. It's not get, even halftime. David. Dave. No, oh. nothing. You can write something he's, about Twitter. He's on it sitting so with Craig. He's yeah. down the hall sitting with Craig. <laughs> hey, what, what are you doing here? 
nothing. It, you know what? This is this is the equivalent of like having a one night stand. Excuse me, I'm gonna get up and get a sandwich and just like walking out the door right after you in her robe. Like, what? Hey, I, mean, I don't. I mean, I think he legitimately just that. Why would I say for the second half? Because I'm not injured right now. I don't want to take the chance that I could be injured, mm -hmm. and I still want to walk away. Well, with my there's a little bit more to this tech. story. He played. He played for the Dolphins, I believe, before. He's several and, teams, yeah. And he, there was a recurring injury that he had, if I remember correctly. Was it? And um, it, it was just he was not a hundred percent, and he didn't like it. Yeah. And he, you know, ended up on the Bills, and he was just like, ah, no, I'm, I'm. Done. As you would imagine, people took this really well on Twitter. Mm. And yes. They were probably very, very civil. Right. Yeah, no flames whatsoever. What's fun is that he is uh, generally a very positive person on Twitter, mm. and he likes to tweet a lot of motivational things. Yeah. And so people were just using his motivational quotes back at yes. him on Twitter. I'm it determined. Determined to get the F out of this stadium before the end of the game. They just put Vontae, the people who don't succeed in life are those who don't quit. I mean, that's a that's a quote from him on his Twitter. And they're like, unless you play for the Bills, right, Vontae? <laughs> and it's just he's so much stuff about not quitting, not quitting, right. keep going, keep going, keep going. And people were having a heyday with this because no one has ever done this crap before. Right. You know, and I would have thought that uh, the first team that this would have happened to would be like the Lions or the Browns. Right? Yes! <laughs> just like... Right. Like, if somebody <laughs> in the middle of that Monday Night Football game was like, I'm just, I, uh -huh. I, I can't with this. Yeah. I'm going to... I just picture the Browns game just, like, shutting down mid-game and, like, the yeah. Browns have been closed for retooling. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Just all of them are like, mm, yeah. this is not... Hey, last one out of the stands. Just turn off the lights. There's a switch. <laughs> it's right there. Because yeah. this is not football, what we're doing. I don't know what to call this, but it's not football. <laughs> Um, oh, somebody who had a, a weird exit, and, and it was not—he did not uh, quit at halftime because he wanted to. No. They basically came to him and said, "Here's the plan. Your character's gonna die. Yeah, we're gonna kill you. We're gonna kill you. Yeah." Mm. Thanks, Ronald Moore. James T. Kirk. Yes. Now mm. you brought this up because you're—he died the worst. Death. You are Mister Star Trek, but yes, in yeah. Star Trek Generations, mm -hmm. they felt like they kill him in the movie because uh, people were loving the Star Trek Next Generation yeah, cast, so they put uh -huh. them in the movie. Mm -hmm. And they came to him and they're like, here's what we're thinking of doing. We think it'll make us a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And Good um, sell, guys. Are you cool with it? And Shatner's like, I guess this is what we're going to do. I, you know. We hear there's a TJ Hooker movie in development. You can focus on that. Yeah, you've got other projects to mm. do. Yeah, they said, we're going to kill Kirk because we think that the next generation will make more money at the box office. And they said, ah, the box office expenses, the budget in the box office. Yeah. Do you want to be a part of it? And he's like, yeah. all right. You know what would have made more money at the box office for this movie? Is making a good movie. That would have been a great place to start. Okay? You and your logic. You're so bitter. He's so angry about Captain Kirk having to die. The way he died. He died an old man. Well, he was an old man, okay? But it's just like, really? He falls off a bridge? That's how a people bridge. die in national parks. <laughs> now, take over the bridge mm. that I've fallen off of. Um, and then somebody else lost their job sort of unceremoniously. I feel bad about this one, too. So there is this lovely flight attendant. Yes. She's on the plane. Boyfriend, also on the plane doesn't realize her boyfriend is going to propose to her while she's on the plane. So here's a little clip from that actually happening on the flight.
Oh, oh yeah. Okay, we'll get married. Oh, you think no, she wanted to I'm say no, kidding. but she was like, oh, this is in front of everybody. He's going through security, the ring's setting off the metal. Oh, oh sorry, I forgot to put it in the ball. Yeah. Now, I know that was a, a short clip, but basically what you saw passengers doing was having their phones out, mm -hmm. videoing it, or yes. looking and clapping and yes. cheering. Yes, yes, golf clap. They didn't well seem to be in hysterics no. or falling out of their seats or like, I don't no. understand safety equipment. Like, they weren't yeah. losing their minds. She lost her job because they said that she was neglecting passenger safety because she was dealing with this personal issue See, with the whole proposal that she didn't know was going to happen. If I were their attorney, I would say that if he purchased a ticket to ride that plane, which I'm guessing he did, mm -hmm. because he doesn't look like he'd fit into an overhead compartment. No. Uh, I would say that he probably purchased a ticket. Therefore, she was super serving one of her customers by agreeing to marry him. Right? Well, what's interesting is that, uh, I mean, most people agreed that what she did was totally fine. This is ridiculous. I can't mm -hmm. believe she would lose her job. But there were some people that agreed with the airline who said that she was neglecting her duties as a flight attendant. What? By what? Not telling them to put the mask on before they put the mask on their kid? Or I mean, that took like, <sighs> that took under three minutes yeah. for that whole process and then she got on the overhead and she's oh hey this is what happened whatever yeah. and, and then everything just because this was i think they were half an hour into the flight and then everything else was normal right. regular flight and, and like, nobody was pressing people, that right yeah if people can't handle that for three minutes she's not at your beck and call yeah. because her boyfriend is i mean you're watching it happen yeah you know why you can't have extra peanuts right now yeah. this is why it's happening word i agree ridiculous now, do you think it's ridiculous if a restaurant says they are an all-you-can-eat buffet mm -hmm. and uh, you test that theory mm. and eat a lot, like more than most human beings can eat, and then they ban you from their all-you-can-eat? Yeah. This sounds like a Louis Anderson skit, number one. Okay. Number two, the, the only question I have is, was there an asterisk anywhere on their signage? That so you're says, like, all you can eat only means three trips up to the salad bar or whatever. Well, here's the deal. I think I, I've been to buffets and all you can eat buffets mm. and bottomless bowls of this, that, and the Jimmy other. Jimmy buffets. Yes, Jimmy's mm. buffets. And it's really, it's not a bargain for me because I can't go in deep on those. I don't no, know. No, wait a minute. We go to the Indian buffet and you can, you can. Two. Yeah. Two trips. We each usually do two plates. Right. But mm. like. Is that really a bargain? It depends on who's paying, right? Well, that's true. Uh -huh. But I mean, I feel like to really get your your money's worth, you should be able to, you should be a person who can pack away like at least- How many? At least four plates up four at the buffet. Plates. I think, you know, two or three, you're probably getting. David, how many at the buffet? The trick is you have to keep eating before you feel full. Like. <laughs> I go to Mongolian barbecue and I get the unlimited and I go four or five bowls deep because I just keep going as soon as I finish one. Because oh. you can't let your body catch up. Yeah, exactly. With the so it's, it's riding the momentum. <coughs> exactly. You're riding the wave. Right. You can't let the wave crash. You got to ride that wave in the shore. And yeah. then, like an hour later, when your body realizes what you've done to it and you're like, oh, yeah. my belly. And you just exactly. have to yeah. lay on the ground. Worth, more, yeah. yeah and right. then. Yeah. Corey, what about you? How many, how many is the buffet? Uh, you know, I usually just kind of just 
start shoving, and then once I start throwing up, I'm... I'm yeah, see? Oh, that's true. Yeah, he's got an escape. Yeah, that's... He's got, yeah, a little Your body plan. signals you when you've mm -hmm. eaten enough at the buffet by regurgitating. And when it starts coming, then you know you're actually literally full and yeah. at tilt because it's at coming out of your thing. Yeah. So wait, David, you're a Mongolian barbecue kind of guy? Oh, yeah. Do you feel like it's authentic Mongolian? Oh. No, who no, cares though? It's delicious. No, because see, what I this is what I've always wanted. If they really want Mongolian barbecue to be authentic, they need to build a Mongolian barbecue next to a Chinese restaurant. Every case, <laughs> and at some point during your meal, your cooks invade the Chinese restaurant and start working there for a week or two before they come back. Right? That's authentic. And then they come back. They come back to work with half, you know, children from the, yeah, all the restaurant next point. door. Yeah, yep. And then, and then the Chinese restaurant puts a wall between. Okay, let's move on. Build a wall. What happened? What what had happened was, um, there was a gentleman, a triathlete, who follows a very special diet, which sounds miserable. Yeah, he tries everything. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, that makes me vomit. Um, where he fasts for. 20-hour periods, and then when he actually does eat, mm -hmm. he eats everything in sight. I mean, he just eats like a crazy person. So 20 Small hours, no food. Missing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Small dogs. Hell? What happened here? <laughs> I don't understand. So this was in Germany, and he goes to an all-you-can-eat sushi place, and he serves him. I mean, look at that. Zero percent body fat. Right. This guy caught working out, hanging out at the beach. He ends up eating a hundred plates of sushi. Hmm. I don't even know how that is humanly possible, but he did it. Hmm. And they, he went up to go and pay at the end, and he's like, "I wanted to leave a tip." They wouldn't mm -hmm. le let him leave a tip because they're like, "We don't want you. We don't want your money. <laughs> Never and come back. We don't want you to ever come here ever. You just get out. You get out." Dude, you know, their accountant sucks because you can write that off as a loss. Well, so right? they said that they, obviously, the, with the way that it works, they don't make money on the food at this restaurant. They make money on the drinks. Mm. And the other way that he screwed them is he only had one iced tea this whole time. And so they're not making money on the drink. And then people were mm. going up trying to get, you know, more sushi. And because he had cleared out so many plates for himself, mm. they had to wait until they made more and put more on the thing because they weren't prepared for this locust to come in there <laughs> and just... Clean them out. <laughs> okay, that's a dick move. Don't take on his all part. Of it. Yeah. Don't take all. Of he it. took yeah. everything that was laid out to his table. Like, or take as much as you think is normal, but don't take. Now you just pace right. yourself. Or, or you know what? If you're a sushi fan, what you do is you leave the spicy salmon and the California rolls. <laughs> you leave those, and then you go for like the eel, right? Yeah. I mean the stuff that not you know. You, and not everybody's into. Yeah, you eat the roll with the tentacles sticking out of it. Oh you, know, you do no. that one. Those are yeah, delicious. The you can there, have it. Then, you know, take the take the other stuff. Take the authentic stuff. Right. Yeah. What if he was Aquaman? Oh, well, then I feel, I could see Momoa going in there and yeah. just crushing a buffet. Right. I mean, this guy's got, like, he's got an arm muscle there. I have no idea what it is. He's got, like, an extra arm <laughs> You've never arm seen muscle. that before? Yeah. It's like, what is that? Is that a prosthetic? What the? <laughs> is he allergic to something? Is there a bee sting? Yeah. I don't understand. What's Excuse me, sir, here? you might want to ice that. Yeah. So swollen. There's plenty of ice on the sushi bar where there used to be plates <laughs> sitting on top, asshole. Oh, my. Now, there is a restaurant that I think you and I are destined to visit. But oh, we yes. will only have three days to do so. Mm. Then we'll put them out of business. And then, <clears throat> yes, that's our plan. And we will tell you about this special, magical place next on Pop That Culture. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. 
The new Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. And the things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Pop that culture. I, you know, I thought I was excited about this, but then I realized yesterday we went to lunch together and I had, mm. I feel like an old woman. I had the heartburns after <laughs> yeah. this particular pizza we had, which was delicious, mm. but yeah. I don't know, maybe it was the garlic. Yeah. I don't know what happened to me. Pop that culture brought to you by Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, no, I'm still excited about this. You're still excited about it? Okay. So a Los Angeles chef is opening a pop-up restaurant that will spend three days, just three days, unless the public begs for more. Mm. And all of the dishes are based around one ingredient. Love. And flaming hot Cheetos. Oh, yeah. Anything he makes, it has to have something mm. to do with a flaming hot But cheetos. this is legit because there's a lime on the plate. See, that's legit, Well, that's right? true. Yeah. Yeah. So he is going to serve things like flaming hot elotes. I don't know what that is. Flaming hot chipotle ranch wings. Hmm. Extra, extra flaming hot rice bowl. Hot Cheetos burrito. Cheetos Sweetos hot cakes. And Chester Cheetos churros. Hmm. Are some so of the made dishes. of real cheetos. <laughs> yeah. Yummy. Real chunks of cheetah. Mmm, delicious. Mm -hmm. Boy, catching them was really tough because they're so fast. <laughs> but once we did and we butchered them, it was delicious. Yeah, so he partnered with Amazon Fresh, which delivers the ingredients in each dish for mm. customers seeking to recreate the Flaming Hot Cheetos dish at home. I haven't tried, you have, you've tried these, like, meal kit delivery service yes. things before or whatever we've done blue apron and sun is it as easy as they make it look yes. on tv or is it just going to be like a pinterest fail where you're right. trying to you're like it's supposed to look like this no it's it's very good is it, it is it's very good 
And you get a whole bunch of like freezer packs that you don't know what to do with. Yeah, what do I you do? I can't throw with this them? away. I've got to save it in case we need to have a cooler of something. <laughs> what do you end up doing with it? Um, I give them to the shipped person. Do you? Because they always have a cooler and they use them to keep the food cool. And they, they go through them rather quickly. So I save them and I, I upcycle them. Oh, and look them at to shift. you. So nice. Not so nice is when people call 911 for ridiculous reasons. Right. This normally happens in Florida, but it's migrating north, just like the Emerald Ash Borer. Yeah, well, it's true. Mm. Ohio. I mean, really, it's not a shocker yeah. every time. Um, so there was a man in Ohio who is not allowed to have his Burger King his way in the drive-thru. It was a 73-year-old gentleman, mm -hmm. and he handed them some coupons. Well, maybe they were only taking coupons that day. Who knows? Oh, I'm not a Q. Are you a Q? I'm a... Are you a coup or a Q? Coup? I started out as a Q. <laughs> you were a coupon? Yeah. Oh, I'm a mm. coupon. What are you guys? You're a Q? <gasps> oh. What are you? Coop. You're a coup. Like, like a coop. Like yeah. a coup. You're a coupon. You're a coupon. Oh, get out yeah. now. <laughs> wow. Oh, no. So he handed over his coupons because he thought he would have the buy one, get one whopper for his purchase. Handed them over, and they said, I'm sorry, these are no good here. Apparently, he had gotten them in Texas, and they weren't going to use them Well, if them it's a franchise, Ohio. they can control they can say, what they can accept. Yes or no. But then the 73-year-old guy got upset because they wouldn't give him his coupons back to him. Oh. So he mm. thought, uh, my next recourse is I'm not going to leave this drive-thru line, and I'm going to call the cops because of course. they won't give me my I coupons back. I have nothing better to do. Come on. He felt like he was right, and he was standing his ground, and this, this was what I was going to you know, go down in Wait, a blaze of glory Is for. he not aware? Isn't on the Burger King menu, isn't there like a two-for-one Whopper menu anyway? Is there? Yeah. I'm not a real Burger King girl, actually, so I don't I, know. You know... I mean, I mean, are they putting flaming hot Cheetos on their oh, stuff? I if wish. not, you, I mean, delicious. at least Doritos Locos Tacos, oh. you know. But but Burger King, I believe on the menu there's like a two for something menu. Well, the cops had to come, obviously. They showed up on the scene, and they did get his coupons back to him. Oh, thank goodness. Um, they did not arrest him in this, and everybody walked away. No injuries, oh. except for the ego of the man who thought that he could use Texas coupons in Ohio the hell were you thinking? You know what? You could have gotten him out of the, yes, please pull around. We'll have your free Whopper waiting over here. And just like, jeez. <laughs> but this happens all the time. No. People have called 911 because there weren't enough nuggets in chicken nuggets that they ordered. Or I asked for my burger without cheese, and this clearly has mm, cheese on right. it. And what makes you think that 911 is a customer yeah. service line that's, for you. That's building really bad karma. That's uh, like, yes. well, you get home. Oh, where's grandma? Oh, she died. Why? Well, the ambulance couldn't get here. In time. They were 911 busy, was busy. Busy dealing with nuggets and coupons, so they yeah. didn't have time for you. Yeah, you know, there is, there's one thing I will dial 911 for, is if I don't get my Craig Folly, 
Wow, you are, <clears throat> you want to tell me a minute long story about why you really yeah. are excited about Craig <laughs> I absolutely am going to tell you a story. All right, go ahead. Because one time I did it and I had an adverse reaction. Because oh. I didn't get my, I went into folly withdrawals. Oh, yes, that's, they had that's, to that's get actually like a real thing. They had to get like an EpiPen or something like yeah. that. They had to inject something. Mm -hmm. So I had to call 911. Yes. And you know, they, they came, they shocked me. Yes. And then I came back. I had a near-death experience. And I you could, said, I need my yes. folly. That was the last yes. breath. Yes, I was hovering over my new mm -hmm. radio media app. I mm -hmm. could see it all as if I was not in my body. Sure. And then I woke up, I was in my body, and mm -hmm. I heard the dulcet tones oh. of Craig Folly. He is like a little angel. He is. He's, his voice, more pleasurable than Josh Groban's. I would agree. Yes. You raise me up, Craig Folly. Wow, you're really going to call me out for my timing today. Well... We're good now. We're good now. So yeah. enjoy, enjoy that angelic man, and then we will see you tomorrow on Pop That Culture. <laughs>